0: A-B-L-E-S. EBLS. Remember that name because if you suffer from chronic joint and muscle pain like me, then EBLS Broad Spectrum CBD Oil is your Answer to your prayers. The Ebels story began with the search for something natural to help manage chronic migraines. But Ebels helps more than just migraines. From managing chronic pain, anxiety, depression, and more, Ebels is truly a game changer in the natural alternatives to big pharma drugs. And yours truly, Brian Nichols, here on The Brian Nichols Show, can indeed vouch for the quality of Ebels. Having a herniated disc in my back, Whew. coupled with years of sports injuries, I was struggling to find something, anything, to help manage my pain. That is, until evil's. With the best quality product and customer service in the industry, Ebel's Broad Spectrum CBD oil and Ebel's Freeze Gel easily stand above all the competition. And right now, Ebel's is offering a special discount to all members of the Brian Nickel Show audience on all orders. All you have to do is head to ebels.com and use promo code TBNS, the Brian Nickel Show, right? TBNS at checkout. That's it. Discount applied. Again, the code is TBNS at checkout to start managing your pain today with the highest quality CBD on the market. One more time. It is code TBNS at checkout and now on to the show.
1: Can I pause for a second and and just note that uh, we got Brian on here who's getting uh, Congressman Massey on and our typical lineup includes like homeless people that believe in Bigfoot. (laughs)
0: Well, happy Wednesday, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. Strap in. I'm going to tease it in the intro, but yes, be prepared for B-squared. Brian McWilliams from Electric Liberty Land over on the amazing Lions of Liberty Network joins me on the program today, and we are talking about the ugly truth. Nobody wants to be converted. That's the... uh, the Dirty Little Secret, and Brian will go ahead and explain not only that truth, but how we can go ahead and help convert people to liberty without them even realizing it. So, with that being said, on to the show, Brian McWilliams here on The Brian Nichols Show.
1: Oh, it's great to see some Brian on Brian action. Hot B on B, liberty go. action here. B squared, that's right,
0: Mr. McWilliams. Welcome to the program. Thank you for joining the show. Number one, thank you for all you're doing over at Lions of Liberty. It's you and the trio of uh, yourself. John Odermatt and Mark Clare now you have officially rounded out the trifecta joining me here in the Thank program God. I know I feel like Thanos <laughs> I finally got my my third lion from Lions of Liberty but which, uh,
1: but which one of you are which one of us are you going to snap out of existence that becomes the question if you're using the Thanos analogy
0: well hey I, no actually I think it's more that you're my my gemstones on my my fingers so I, can, oh, I then I can actually okay. control reality which is ultimately <laughs> to help uh, get libertarians to be effective sales salesmen and communicators of libertarian ideas which I think we're going to dig into later today but Brian McWheel Williams how about this let's start off the folks here at the Brian Nichols show we're, we're more familiar with the we are libertarians network and they're like oh yeah there's that that Lions of Liberty folk over there and they've heard John's story they've heard Mark's story a few times mm-hmm. how about your story of Brian McWilliams you you joined part of the network of the Lions of Liberty network also from uh Penn State as well I, I know you get to uh, kind of share that mythology but dig into more of your your libertarian bona fides and then into your pathway to it to liberty there at Lions of Liberty
1: yeah, for sure, man. So, you know, basically, Lions of Liberty, you know, as you know, from hearing John and Mark, you know, we go way back to Penn State. And really, I was not that political. You know, I had never had a political home. I was not a Republican. I was not a Democrat. I flip-flopped back and forth. And my parents were very similar in that way, too. Um, But I've always had a very... Logically thinking brain, I'm a person that looks for what makes sense first and foremost, and when I came around, you know, obviously, uh, Ron Paul was running in 2008, Mark had moved out to Los Angeles at the time and become affiliated with everything Ron Paul was talking about through another buddy who's a Lion of Liberty named Howie Snowden, uh, who we refer to as the godfather of the Lions of Liberty. And, you know, the more I started tuning into what Ron was doing, to the speeches he was giving, of course, the debates he was having, he really converted me. And of course, I read his books, you know, I read Ed the Fed, and I started getting into Rothbard. And, you know, from that... He really converted me and my brain, you know, my Lego pieces brain started to put all the pieces of the equation together in the libertarian philosophy and saw how it was impacting and how the things he was talking about really were controlling much of the narrative, much of the actions of the country that we lived in. Uh, And also going door to door for him, which is something that Mark and I did, opened me up to, number one, the challenges of conveying the ideas of liberty uh, and that people don't want to be. Converted. And frankly, look at us as uh, as sort of dancing bears in the corner to be, you know, patted on the head, but really have no chance of success. Um, so that was a frustration. But at the same time, hearing people firsthand also say, you know what, I really do like what he's saying. And I agree with what he's saying, but I just will never vote for him. And Yep. That made it very important. I said, you know, that's why Lions of Liberty created uh, our, our website, which started off as a website, and then the podcast, and then I uh, joined on the podcasting to try to open up that message and try to fight back. People don't want to be converted. It's not often that I have the name of the
0: episode already decided in the first <laughs> five minutes, Brian. But right there, that is the secret. People don't want to be converted. People don't want to be sold to right and this is is where the magic can happen is is effectively learning how to be a a, number one effective communicators which i think goes more into what you've been focusing on applying your pr mind and then how can we sell these ideas creating value but also how can we market these ideas finding the right people with the right message and with those right people, what is it that's moving them? Not just to say this is interesting, I I, I agree, but also to take that action item, to make that definitive move towards whatever the, the decision is going to be, whether it's voting for a candidate, becoming a member of the Libertarian Party, becoming a dues-paying member or a donor of a particular candidate, whatever it may be, whatever that metric we're going to start looking at, that's the the really the, the thing we have to start looking at. But don't go through the mentality of I'm going to try and convert people that's just going to turn them right. off.
1: Well, exactly. And, you know, they've done research into this, uh, you know, it's called rebound theory, essentially. And this is in sales and marketing. This is in virtually uh, and also not just sales and marketing, but also in regards to the way people look at the world. Right. Because you have topics like climate change. You have topics like uh, even down to basic human rights and the way you know atrocities are viewed. People buy into a community. They buy into a worldview. And we have, especially in the social media, social media environment, a very... Uh, let's say a population that's very enticed to not be wrong and also that's invested a lot a lot of time, a lot of friendships a lot of relationships, right? And a lot of ego and getting that it involved into being right and this worldview. So if you try to push too hard on that worldview, they are first and foremost incentivized to give you the double middle fingers (laughs) and reject you outright no matter what your argument might be.
0: Yeah, well and who can blame them? Honestly, because Instead of trying to enter into a conversation that they're already having, the things that they are looking around, seeing, feeling, touching, smelling, identifying in their real everyday lives as problems that they see throughout that they're looking for answers for, that's where we can find the most success. And and Brian, mm-hmm. you you mentioned this beforehand. How can we focus on conveying a libertarian message, right? And I have been focusing through using the ideas of building value. And I, I strongly believe that that goes hand in hand with storytelling. And I know that's something that you've been yep. focusing on as well. And I mean, heck, I, I had Matt Kibbe on the show, Matt from uh, Free the People. And uh, one of the episodes we did was to to sell Liberty more, tell better stories, because mm-hmm. storytelling is imperative in helping identify a real life situation that people can apply whatever the situation is or the solution is to them it makes it relatable and i think maybe that's the problem right <laughs> we libertarians aren't necessarily the most relatable bunch
1: right uh we are definitely unlikable you know i gave a speech at the, the la liberty convention a couple years ago called make liberty likable again and at, at some point i said to the people i said look to your left look to your right you know kind of like that old college joke in movies you know <laughs> where the stuffy professor goes look around you you know nine out of ten of you will fail this course you know i said look to your left look to your right Nobody likes any of you. You know, you're, you're <laughs> infinitely hated. Nobody likes any of you. Even among libertarians, we don't like each other most of the time. So, yeah, we Sadly are a <laughs> bunch. I mean, it is. Let just look at the fighting between the caucuses right now. It's it's madness. But, um, yeah, you know, relatability. And, you know, you mentioned something, but we'll circle back to the the concept of conveying, you know, storytelling and emotion. And also, um, I want to get into a little bit, if we have time, to talk about getting a little bit more of a... I don't know, like a religious fervor going, or a, a, that inspirational fervor that the Libertarian Party lacks in a lot of ways. But before that, you know, you had mentioned um, conveying. Oh, I lost my train of thought. God damn it! See, I well, went off on a tangent. That's okay. And now we'll we'll circle back to it.
0: How about this? We'll circle back to it as you're thinking through, trying to remember what it
1: was. But let's go actually to the <laughs> it was, inspirational. It was something you said. That's the problem. My ego. I'm so egotistical. I remember what I said and not what you said. <laughs> don't you worry. Keep, you it... keep talking. I'll I'll think of it momentarily. <laughs> well, don't worry.
0: How about this? Let's go back to that inspirational fervor, right? And and. Okay. I don't mean to, to pick on people, but I got into this little back and forth on social media with our good friend Archie, and one of the things that Archie <laughs> was not understanding is that you need to be able to captivate people beyond just talking about ideas and principles. Liberty alone is, mm. is not going to sell. Ideas alone do not sell. You have to be able to get a communicator, a lightning rod, to be able to get people to say, ooh, I want to learn more tell me more about that and that requires us to have somebody who is an inspirational figure it is completely bo- just bonkers to pretend that Ron Paul was not one of one of if not the most like pivotal figures in the entirety of the libertarian moment and movement from what its entirety I mean that that's yeah, just that's just like fundamental reality. I think, and if, to pretend otherwise, I think is just is being willfully ignorant and naive.
1: I completely agree and here's the question is what did Ron Paul use as his lightning rod and this right. and we're in different times now he used primarily war and the Fed right but his moments I think people remember most is him fighting back against the war state pushing back against 9 11 about blowback about the American Empire he made great strides and that resonated with a lot of American I think that's what that really spurred the movement now and the Fed was a big portion of that but I think the war messages is what allowed him to succeed there we do need somebody that's a and we need somebody that can relate the principles of liberty to everyday people's life. Right. How does it interact? How is your how is your basic way of living? How is your income affected? And we have been a particular opportunity with covid right now. But I remembered what you said. I want to go back to. There we go. Because um, it ties it. It ties in perfectly. Dovetails right in um, is you mentioned libertarian solutions right now. I have, uh, I'm going to be having Anthony Samaroff on my show pretty soon because he'd written a book about UBI, but he concentrates a large portion of the book on solutions. And this is something that I've been thinking about as well, because just like making liberty likable is important, having stories that are inspirational is important, having solutions that aren't based in philosophy or simply saying the market will provide the answer, which fucking convinces nobody uh, you know, is vital. We have to have solutions where we can look at today's problems and say, here's how you solve this. And if you haven't tried it yet, it's because the powers that be are have such vested interest in this and so much money that they don't want to try it. So can there we try is. something different? Yeah. Can we try something different?
0: Well, different and, and you <laughs> I think this is right there where a lot of libertarians are getting lost, right? They look mm-hmm. at the the two major parties and they say, Well, what are they doing? What can we do? What can we replicate to be like them? There's a reason we don't want to be like them. And it's because they can't even captivate 50% of the American electorate. I mean, Mm -hmm. think about that. If you are the two largest political parties in the United States and you still come in in second and third to none of the above or didn't vote, come on, libertarians. Like, that (laughs) is our market. That's our buyer persona. We can go after... People in on the left and the right, yes, because they are politically active, and, and th- that's definitely people we want to talk to, but there is a vast, untapped market that is out there that are, I think, genuinely just in this mentality of don't hurt people, don't take their stuff. Mm. And I've been meaning to do more like a, an actual episode on this. I listen to a lot of sales podcasts, and in my listening to these sales podcasts, it's funny, none of them are overtly political in the slightest but they have an underlying sentiment of libertarianism you can hear it you can mm. you can feel it the idea of understanding how incentive structures work understanding that if you create negative or a perverse incentive structures that that's going to lead to negative consequences down the road to to understand the the value of creating and, and, and establishing personal wealth and, and helping your communities helping other people reach up their their goals and help other people along their journeys but also understanding the ideas that you know you need to have a limited government it, it, let's not even go into like full on, like libertarian world. But like, if we're going to just at least get people on our side to have a conversation, these are the people I think we should be talking to this limited government approach. And they're out there. They're just not being talked to.
1: Well, agreed. And, you know, it's one of those things where the libertarian party should own business. It should own entrepreneurs. We should be the party of entrepreneurs, of small business of of the downtrodden of minorities. I mean, you just look at how many people out there have been crushed right now, right? You, You look at how many people out there are entrepreneur minded, uh, do listen to business podcasts, do want to make something of themselves and you're not looking for a handout or or still have that passed down, you know, American dream of if you work hard, you can make it. These people are being ignored by I, the, you know, the powers that be, the Democrats pretended to be that side of things, but then they just give handouts and it's cronyism all the way down. The Republicans said they fight for this, but you see them doing the exact same tactics, growing the growing the economy, you know, devaluing the dollar. So there's a lot of opportunity there for us to reach those people, as well as, like you were just saying, the people that are politically active, but not necessarily die hard in the wool, um, you know, Republicans or Democrats. And right. even those people, you saw Trump got something like almost, I think, uh, 16 or 17% of the black vote, which is a double what any other Republican candidate had gotten. That shows you it can be done. But at the same time, the opportunity exists there because these people have now, Trump's gone. Where are they going to go? The guy that they left the party for has disappeared. The Libertarian Party has an opportunity to step up and be unapologetically pro-human, pro-business, pro-individual, and to call out... What is the real systematic racism where it exists, which is government racism in all of its forms? And that goes to not only segregation, that goes not only to outright racism, but that also goes towards, you know, the the, uh, bigotry of low expectations and just pointing out to these people that things have not gotten better. No, no. And and I I don't want to keep going on and on, but that's where, you know, the try something different concept. I've had a lot of success in using that concept with people that are super lefties. And those are the hardest people to convert. And the point I make to them is just that we have so much government spending. It's gone up every single year for education, for poverty, for, you know, for homelessness issues. You look at the money and you look at the results and it's simply not there. And we've been doing it for decades. Yeah. And if you simply say, look, you might not agree with my philosophy, but your philosophy has demonstrably failed us. Can we try something different? If it doesn't work, I'm open to trying something new. Are you? open to trying something new that may work better than this
0: yeah and and or, or at the very least let's talk to people who are like can, hey i really haven't had a, a you know a foot in this race i really is that the expression a foot in the race is it have a, I thought a foot in the door a horse a in, in the, the race doors, a horse in the door a horse in the door i like that i don't have a horse in the door i don't have a horse i don't have a horse's foot in in the door either and um but they're like now i want to get involved now i'm, I'm actually kind of paying attention because brian that like you were just hitting on this went through an era of COVID. They just watched. Mm-hmm. They're a small business owner that like, boom, government just took away my entire livelihood overnight, yeah. arbitrarily, because I'm deemed, quote unquote, and, non-essential.
1: And not only did you, did business owners lose their business, but you know what's, you know, I hate to say this is a good thing, but empirically, if we're talking sales, marketing, and, and influence, a third of businesses, a third of small businesses, a third of restaurants are, are gone. Gone, yep. A lot of people are noticing oh, my favorite place is gone. My favorite small store is gone. My favorite restaurant is gone. So it's not just those business owners that are being reached. It's a palpable feeling. You can't walk down any main street in America and not see it painted blatantly in bright red fucking letters. We have screwed this up.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and this is the thing I've 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 actually gotten to the point. Stop arguing about the lockdowns and whether they worked or they don't work. No, we know no. they don't work. Like, like, stop it. It's not worth our time and energy. Instead, use that time and energy and go after the people who have been so hurt by these lockdowns and talk to them that's the people that Mm -hmm. right now they're looking for answers and and because they've been hit and this is in sales right you look for the pain point right and and this is the pain point the pain point was caused by government telling you you can't do the most basic Things And that is helping, number one, put food on your table because, number two, you're not allowed to go out and work. Not not just that you, you like you can't work. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to work because you're deemed not essential. And a yep. lot of people who just were your normal person, who just kind of went along to get along, that woke them up. They're like, what? We can't do this. This is insanity. And that's the people that we need to say, hey, libertarian, hi, uh, by the way, we agree with you. Here's the solutions that we've been screaming from the rooftops for 40 years. We have local candidates who are, are winning their elections and they're actually able to get these ideas into action. By the way, these uh, these policies are helping address the very concerns that you're seeing right now and you're you're concerned about. Give us a shot, right? And that's yeah. a better sales pitch than saying, well, Rothbard said or Hayek said they don't know who Rothbard or Hayek is and nor should they or do they care? And will they care? No, Brian, they won't.
1: No, they won't. Exactly. Well, it's like, you know, you could go back in history and, and say, you know, all these things can be different. We can argue until our, you know, our faces are blue and our lungs are out of air about how, you know, the roads should never have been built by the governments. But it doesn't do us any good to argue these things because they're so conceptually out of the minds of the general population without them doing deep reading, which they're not going to do, um, that, yeah, like you said it's not worth the time. So we have to find concepts that can start that ball rolling, you know, get the little snowball rolling down the mountain. And that's where you know, we're talking about the COVID and these businesses shut down. There's also an opportunity when we're talking about inspirational stories, you know, as libertarians, where can we look to bring together a group of people? And it doesn't take that much, but where can we look to have maybe, you know, a nonprofit foundation come into play or donate money to get somebody back on their feet or do a GoFundMe, but have the libertarian movement really brand and run with these things. I mean, this was a concept for the Lions of Liberty I was thinking about doing, but it just who's got the time right now but i wanted to start an organization literally that would have worked with small business owners um you know work with people that want to start business to educate them in economics help them with taxes help them with marketing help them with branding and and basically make converts that are going to be inspirational stories in their neighborhoods now in this era, you know, you have people going out of business, but what are the ones that are struggling but not gone yet? Can, right. What can we do to help them? Yeah. How can we make an inspirational story that ties into libertarianism? How can we and you know, local elections are great? That's without a doubt something else. But when we talk about an emotional hook, we need those stories. And I'll give the LA uh Mises Caucus credit. You know, they did some documentaries here working with small businesses, and we went and had a meetup at a, a restaurant to support them, you know, 40 people in there. Um that type of thing can earn you converts that are in the, in, they're in the community, they tell the story, and that's how you grow these things organically, whereas just yelling at people about philosophy and saying, we were right, that didn't work, it's not going to work. You need emotional hook, you need to have people converted to the, to the point where they're open to what we're saying. And right now, they're not. Well, Brian McWilliams from Electric Liberty <laughs> Land, let's pretend...
0: I'm going to give you a magic wand, and and Electric Liberty Land becomes... uh, How about Libertarian Land? Because now you are the the Grand Poobah of the Libertarian Party. And as a Grand Poobah, Mm -hmm. you can make Electric Liberty Land whatever you want. So what would be maybe the the one or two action items as the head of uh, Electric Liberty Land, let's say, that you would take, and let's let's make this more relatable for the average person listening to the show, the Libertarian Party, let's say. What would you say would be one or two action items you could take right now to be better communicators uh, of liberty and tell better stories?
1: Uh, I think without a doubt that The One of the things the Libertarian Party could do, should do, as I said, I really do believe that there should be a nonprofit uh, charitable organization of the Libertarian Party that can make outreach, have people, volunteers. We have an incredible intellectual base out there, very smart people um, that can be aimed and targeted to become a public relations weapon to spread our story. So I think that's one thing we definitely should do. Um, Second, you know, if I'm running the party, it's knowing And I'll give Hotep Jesus credit for this, who I was talking to at the the Mises event in California. But, you know, you have to know your audience. And right now, the Libertarian Party is not winning any converts because the messaging has all been kowtowing to the left. It's escaped the basic principles. And it's not only unemotional, it's not, not only uninspiring, it's pandering. So the people you're trying to reach are looking down on your messaging and just saying, why would I why would I come over to your side if you're going to be a watered down version of these you know, socially democratic you know, psychopaths that I've aligned myself with? Why would I deem to come over to your side anyway? It doesn't make any sense. Um, and instead, get back to principles of we will tell the truth. We will stick to these. We will not back down. We will be unapologetically in your face. And that's the other thing, too, is you know, Donald Trump, whether you liked him or hate him. People respected him because he was absolutely out there. He was strong-willed. He, he said, you know, it might not have been true, it might not always been right, but he said things very powerfully and very straightforward, and he led people to believe in him because, you know, this harkens back to what I was saying earlier. He had a religious, almost like the, um, you know, the pastor preaching from the pulpit. That's what we need to have is a religious type of fervor in our messaging that can lead people to be inspired, to say, here's how you get from here to here, and here's how we're going to do it. Here's how we're going to take you there and help your life get better. If we can achieve that, if we can convey that messaging of your life will improve in these three ways, by these three actions, you will start seeing that that needle move quite quickly in our direction. Three shows a
0: week over on Lions of Liberty, one of them, Electric Liberty Land, Brian McWilliams. What are folks going to expect when they head over to Lions and give you guys a subscribe and particularly go ahead and check out your awesome show, Electric Liberty Land?
1: Well, you will get, uh, yeah, we have our three shows a week. So Mark heads up the flagship show, the longest running show on the network. Those are primarily interviews with people in the movement, um, my show if you come on over and uh, and party with me is going to be funny. I cursed twice on this show and I was trying to keep it down. It's a <laughs> lot of cursing, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I tried to rein <laughs> in the cursing, but it's a lot of cursing. Uh it's some strategy like I said, you know, my public relations brain. It's a lot of current event stuff, but it is funny. I try to keep it pretty lighthearted um while I'm while I'm yelling and breaking it down. So you get the breakdowns from me and then John has a show Thursday now, which is used to be used to be called um Tony Friday. <laughs> Felony Friday got if I couldn't think of the, the name now. <laughs> And now it's called Finding Freedom. So he's expanded the view of that so that it brings in more people about business and everything else. So that's what you can expect from us. And please do check out our Patreon because that's got extra content. I do a show called uh, Good Morning Fuckhead Daily, which is about a five to 10 minute rant on one topic where I just go off. It's a lot of fun. And we have a lot of other stuff going on there, like uh, Do Nothing Man, uh, my libertarian superhero, and, uh, and lots of good stuff. So Do Nothing yeah, Man.
0: Yeah. Enjoy. And also, I, I, I will say, one of my favorite reoccurring segments you guys do, did- do is the the liberty draft Um, I I Uh, Yeah, yeah. we
1: need to bring it back. It's been like months since we did it.
0: Literally, I know, literally months. I I eagerly anticipate it. You know, popping into my queue, I'll be like, oh, another one. This is fun. And then we'll get like Dark Tom Woods always in like round seven somewhere (laughs) in there. It's always a good blast. But uh, Brian McWilliams, thank you for all the work you've been doing and, and all the work you're continuing to do helping spread the message of liberty by, yes, reaching people where they're at and helping us understand that, no, people don't want to be converted. And honestly, we don't have to go out and convert people. If we're going out and solving Their problems with solutions to begin with. I think they're going to be converted from the beginning. Brian Nick Williams, Lions of Liberty. The show is Electric Liberty Land. Thanks for joining the Brian Nichols show. Thank you for having me. Let's sell liberty and look good doing it with Proud Libertarian. Folks, when we're selling Liberty, we have to start Things off by piquing interest, and what Better way to pique some interest than by rocking Some amazing apparel from Proud Libertarian Personally, I'm a huge fan of their Do Good Recklessly t-shirt, but There's more than t-shirts to find from Awesome taxationist theft snapbacks To the killer, give me liberty or Give me death hoodies, Proud Libertarian Has all the Libertarian swag you need And guess what? Brian Nichols Show audience Members can rock the latest Libertarian Swag and save some cash On every single order, all you have to do, use code TBNS at checkout and you'll get 10% off your entire cart at checkout. That's right. Each time you order, use code TBNS and you'll instantly get 10% off your entire order. Listen, I am super excited to have Proud Libertarian here as a sponsor in The Brian Nichols Show. So do me a favor, head over there to Proud Libertarian, place your order today, use code TBNS at checkout, save 10% on your order and help support libertarian entrepreneurs today. Alrighty, folks, that's going to wrap up my conversation with Brian McWilliams over on Electric Liberty Land. If you enjoyed the episode today, well, number one, do me a favor. Please go ahead and share it and make sure you tag me at BNicholsLiberty, Twitter, Facebook, and Minds.com. But also please go ahead and support Brian Electric Liberty Land and the rest of the Lions, John and Mark over at Lions of Liberty. They are doing amazing work and I cannot tell you how much i support them they are uh you know not only uh, fellow podcasters but I would say at this point, near and dear friends. So uh, to those three gents, thank you for all the hard work. And folks, please go ahead and support the uh, the awesome crew there over at Lions of Liberty. If you enjoy the episode, like I said, of course, please go ahead and share, but also uh, head over to BrianNicholsShow.com. Up there at the top of the screen, you will see our reviews tab. Go ahead, give us a quick five-star rating and review. Tell folks why you enjoyed the episode. What did you get out of the program today? Uh, did you learn why people don't want to be converted? We'll go ahead and let people know five star rating and review right there at bryneagleshow.com also if you want to go ahead and learn how you can help sell liberty to friends and family well if you're watching YouTube you can see it scrolling there at the bottom four easy steps you can implement now to help sell liberty to friends and family it's not just me saying it out loud it's also an ebook you can go ahead and download download for free that yours truly wrote for you to take away and yes be able to help sell liberty right now to your friends and family. And yes, it is as easy as four easy steps and all it's going to cost you like two seconds to head over and uh, go ahead and get your free download. I think it's going to take you more time to download the book than it will be to actually head over to Brian Nichols forward slash Liberty friends ebook. Now, if you enjoy what you uh, go ahead and read over on the ebook and you're like, okay, the sales stuff, I'm starting to pick up what Brian's saying. I get it. Well, you can go ahead and uh, learn all things sales and more over on our Patreon, The Brian Nichols Show Patreon. Yes, it's patreon.com forward slash The Brian Nichols Show. And to my entry-level sales reps and my account executives over at The Brian Nichols Show, $5 and $10 a month. Uh, They're learning sales tricks, tips in our our quarterly meetings we're going to be going ahead and having here in the very near future. But also, they're getting these awesome Don't Hurt People, Don't Take People's Stuff bumper sticker definitely inspiring some conversations Peaking some interest, to say the least. And speaking of peaking interest, you can continue peaking interest because now you're going to have more accessibility to swag than ever before. The Brian Nichols Show is teaming up with Proud Libertarian to go ahead and get you an entire store worth of swag from awesome, cool mask bro, uh, bumper stickers, T-shirts to a uh, question everything, make conspiracy theories conspiracies again, and of course the don't hurt. People don't take people's stuff bumper sticker you can find all that and more over at the proud libertarian store so please do me a favor head over to proud libertarian.com head to the brian nichols show collection and make sure you use code tbns at checkout for 10 percent off your brian nichols show merch coming up here on friday wesley david he is a musician and yes a libertarian and joins the program to help me figure out well what can we libertarians do better? And what can we learn from a messaging standpoint and a songwriting standpoint? To be more effective communicators. Hint hint, it might have something to do with, I don't know, symbolism, storytelling. I guess you'll have to go ahead and check out our episode airing there on Friday morning for you longtime traditional audio listener and for you, video listener, Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern time. You can catch my conversation with Wes David Live. So, with that being said, folks, it's been an honor. Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Brian Nick Williams. We'll see you Friday. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes
1: at briannicholsshow.com.
0: Audio production for The Brian Nichols Show is brought to you by DB Podcast Audio. Learn more by emailing inquiries to william at dbpodaudio.com.